0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm Greg Williams, and I'll be taking you on a culinary journey around Disney parks. Before we get started, I want to remind you this is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking your next vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the support of an awesome Dreams Unlimited Travel agent. So, Head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free no-obligation quote. Okay, we have a massive episode for you this week because, once again, we didn't have an episode last week, and that is completely on me. I typically record and upload this show on Fridays, and... Last Friday, I was left without a dining review at the Diz for the Disney Dining Channel, and because of that, I needed to go to Disney Springs and record, and then one thing led to another, and basically, I missed my Friday deadline. Yeah, I'm sure I could have just put it out on Saturday or Sunday or even Monday, and you would have been happy with it, but I don't know. Something about my OCD was like... It has to be on Fridays or it's not at all. So uh, in this situation, we missed last week, but we're going to make up for it this week once again with not just three dining reviews, but actually six total dining reviews And I I actually wish I did have a little bit of dining news for you, too, because there was uh, there was a lot of dining information released in this past week. Uh, But it is actually it's one of those situations where it's like almost too much to go through because it is listings of all of the holiday food options coming to the Walt Disney World theme parks, Disney Springs, all of the Walt Disney World hotels. And then Disneyland even got on the mix and announced what's coming to their two parks and hotels in, in downtown Disney. It is just so much, and it would literally be me reading off a list of everything that is coming to the parks for the holiday season. So instead of me going through the list of absolutely everything that is coming to Walt Disney World in Disneyland, I'm just going to recommend that you go ahead and go over to the Diz, and on the homepage, you can find articles that Definitely highlight a lot. Well, I think all the menu items. They should include all the menu items at the very least. But if not, it includes a lot of them. So yeah, I I actually think you should go there rather than me just be boring and say okay. And now for Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, we have gingerbread cookies. I, I can't even finish saying that, and I'm already bored with myself as I'm going through here. But. I, You know what? I I say let's wash our hands of this and let's get into the meat and potatoes with the dining reviews. And you know what? It's kind of funny that I use that uh, colloquialism of meat and potatoes because our first (laughs) dining review that we have is a little bit of meat. If you would consider uh, fish meat, I know it's not meat in the sense of like meat from an animal, but it's fish meat. Am I right? Am I wrong about that? I don't know. Someone will tell me if I'm, I'm wrong, but I'm going to call it fish meat. Uh, it's fish. And then for the potatoes, uh, chips. And so if you haven't figured it out yet, the first, the very first dining review we have for you this week is the fish and chips from Epcot's uh, United Kingdom Pavilion at the Yorkshire uh, fish and chip stand. I can't even remember the full name of it right now off the top of my head. The Yorkshire County fish stand. We'll just, we'll, we'll go with that. So, uh, it's not a review from me, which is why it's not on my brain right now. It is a review from Fiasco, his first dining review in, in quite a while. So rather than me continually talk and, uh, you know, just stumble over my words. How about I actually prepare for the rest of the dining reviews that are to come ahead and we'll go ahead and take a listen to Fiasco's review.
1: Hey everybody. Fiasco back in Epcot. It's actually been a while since I've been back because of uh, my medical stuff, but I am back now and happy to be back. And the first thing that I'm going to eat now that I'm back in Epcot is an item that I also haven't eaten in a while. And that's the fish and chips from the Yorkshire Fish Company uh, quick service booth here at uh, the UK Pavilion in Epcot. Very excited. I have it in front of me. It looks delicious. Let's
2: eat. Okay, so I decided to join too. And I got to say, the first thing I noticed right away is that this is tastier than the last time I had it because the fish itself, I feel like they gave us a lot more fish rather than batter because last time it was just like straight batter and there wasn't a lot of fish. But this time, it is a ton more fish. It is, I feel like it's also a little bit more fresh and you do need to salt it. That's what I gotta say. But yeah, overall, I really like this. I would get it again.
1: So our fish and ships here, uh, 11.49. After tax, it was 12.29. And I will echo what Haley just said, because I believe I was there for the last time she had it too. And it was like all batter. This time it was not. However, that batter is like super thick and crispy. So we didn't, we, we got three forks. Uh, definitely grab a knife. Definitely grab a knife. It's going to save yourself a lot of trouble. Um, but I really do like this a lot. Uh, it definitely is just that simple fried food flavor uh, with nothing really extra I, I we added salt and it definitely needed salt uh, Haley was dipping it in ketchup definitely could use ketchup too I don't like ketchup um, for something like this I would just you know grab like in, a, um, in like a Irish pub or something I would just ask for lemons and I'd squeeze a lemon over that they don't have lemons at the quick service stop um, maybe you could go on an adventure and ask for Crown for a lemon maybe it'll give it to you I don't know I didn't try it but I would like a lemon but with that being said um I think it's quite good. You see how uh, crispy the breading is. Got this awesome scenery behind me, minus the barges. I haven't seen the fireworks show live yet. So I can't tell you if it was worth it to put those barges out there. The fries definitely come unsalted. they definitely do need salt it is also worth mentioning that uh this is a mobile order location not all quick services in epcot are i think there's like five or six that are um and this is one of them this is one of those ones where you could like mobile order and pick a time in advance like to come back later and get your food or or now or soon um but you don't have to do it just because it has that option you don't have to do it I did notice a couple people, as I was in line waiting, walk up and get their mobile orders, which was obviously a lot quicker than waited in line, which is what I did. But um, both options are there, whatever you want. The line wasn't too bad, waited like maybe five minutes tops, Um, and it was good. Didn't blow my mind, could use more flavor, could use lemons, but it was pretty good.
0: There you go from Fiasco and Haley. Fish and chips from Epcot were pretty good. And I feel like that's a nice medium balance spot to start things out with for this episode. Because uh, we're going to go a little bit downhill with the next review. This one comes courtesy of myself. I am still on my conquest to eat as many 50th anniversary items from Walt Disney World as I can. So I am checking off another one of the specialty burgers. Maybe my first specialty burger that I've, I've had with the event, I think, because I've had the chicken sandwich and the hot dog, and I feel like something else. But So maybe this is my first actual burger. But uh, this one is a burger that I was requested to go out of my way to go get at Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. And I'm not going to ruin any of it for you. So just go ahead and take a lesson. Now, today I am eating at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe because I want to try another one of the 50th anniversary specialty items. And this is probably the item that has been most requested that I come out to try. I think pretty much specifically because of the bun, but this is the Mission to Mars burger that you can get at Cosmic Ray's Starlight Cafe. It is twelve ninety-nine and it is essentially bacon, macaroni and cheese, a cheddar well not cheddar cheese, an American cheese slice, a crappy Disney burger patty, and then it is served on a bun, but not just any bun, it is a cheese puff dusted bun. Of course, they can't just say, like, you know, any name brand. They can't say Cheetos bun or anything like that. They have to stick to, you know, just generally what it is. But this thing's going to be messy. Uh, Once again, like many other times with some of these specialty items, this kind of reminds me of that Mickey Mouse birthday burger that they had at Cosmic Ray's. And, yeah. I am half excited for this thing. So, It definitely, you know, the burger looks absolutely disgusting in terms of the patty, like all Disney burgers, but maybe the toppings will be good enough that it will take this up to the next level. So I am going to try to do this as gracefully as possible. I probably wore the wrong color shirt for this, but it's going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Here we go. Here's the bad news. This is not very good. I don't know how something that has so much cheese has so little flavor to it. It is extremely bland. Uh, I don't feel like anything on this has any salt or pepper. I don't think. I don't think they seasoned the burger. I don't think they seasoned the macaroni and cheese. I think they literally just expected it to be like, hey, it's got cheese on it, so it's all going to work out. And it doesn't. I don't know if it's because of how they make the bun, but the bun feels stale. I mean, the burger is, you know, just terrible, like always. Uh, But then to make everything worse, it is, like, shockingly cold. And I, I don't know. I don't think it's because of the 30 seconds that I took to sit down And take a couple quick videos of it. I I don't believe that at all. Um, I know my food was sitting under like a heat lamp waiting for them to to call my number, which that was a nightmare in itself. I was able to order right away through the booking window to get this. uh, But then I waited about 40 minutes when all was said and done to actually get my food. And then when I walked up to the counter, you know, I expected it to be slid right out of the kitchen, but it was just sitting under heat lamps. And I guess it wasn't hot enough because, yeah, everything on the inside is just kind of cold. But I don't Let me keep eating it. Maybe I'll change my thoughts a little bit on it. Maybe I'll find some flavor somewhere in here. There are a lot of people out there that say when you eat a burger that you should actually flip it upside down when you eat it because that way all of the toppings end up hitting your tongue and taste buds first. And you know what? I'm gonna have to try it for this one because uh, this, this still isn't working. So let's go at it from a different angle. That helped a little bit because now I was able to at least taste the cheese puffs on top of the bun. So I had that nice little bit of uh, you know cheesy flavor at the beginning, but then it vanished pretty much as soon as I started chewing my way through and getting everything else. So let's try to fix it with a little ketchup. That usually ends up not working, but I'll give anything a shot right now. It didn't fix it by any means, but it did point out that one of the things missing most on this is some sort of sauce you know hopefully it would be like actual cheese sauce since that's clearly what they're going for with all this they want it that big cheesy flavor so I don't know maybe they should have went to anywhere that has the the baked cheese and just pumped a whole bunch of it on this thing I feel like maybe that would have been a better method I think they were relying on the macaroni and cheese to provide that which it did not but it's just missing something. But I'm gonna finish up my last couple bites here, think about it for a little bit, and then I'll share my final thoughts. I am all wrapped up with the nightmare I just put myself through. And to recap what I had, it was the Mission to Mars burger from Cosmic Ray Starlight Cafe. Of course, it is commemorating the attraction that used to be in Tomorrowland, Mission to Mars, And it's all part of the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration. And it was $12.99. It was a burger topped with macaroni and cheese, bacon, and then also that extra piece of cheese. And then topped with basically cheese puffs, dusted all on top of that bun. And yeah, it didn't get better. I mean, you already already heard my step-by-step process with this. And it just was not good and I'm really disappointed I'm really disappointed in this I feel like I just wasted calories and when there is so many good items at Walt Disney World that you can have from from lunches to dinners to breakfast to desserts you shouldn't ever have to feel like you just wasted calories and that's exactly what happened in this case I'm gonna have to do a lot of of walking and exercising to get rid of everything that ju- this just put on me. Uh, just so, so disappointed in it. And you know what? I, I should have expected it the last time that I ate at Cosmic Ray's Cafe, Starlight Cafe, that spicy chicken sandwich that wasn't really spicy. Should have set me up for knowing like, okay, things aren't getting any necessarily better here, but this was definitely a step backwards I don't know I just kind of feel defeated with this one I'm a little sad but I'm still hopeful there's still more Walt Disney World 50th anniversary items that I have to try a lot more and I'm just going to put this one behind me move past it you know hopefully they'll also take this item and move past it and create something else maybe alien encounter based that'd be great right let's just let's move on let's move on from it Let's find something, something else. I don't I don't know what, though. So, I, I don't have anything else to say about this thing. I still have nothing to say about that Mission to Mars burger, besides what an absolute disappointment. I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why I keep doing this to myself with Disney burgers in particular. Like, I, I know... I know there are good burgers, especially if you eat at the sit-down restaurants. I just don't know why they can't find a way to make good burgers at all the quick-service locations. It's it's possible. There are plenty of good fast-food burgers out there in the world that make delicious hamburgers for a lot of people in a very short amount of time. So I fully believe Disney is capable of doing the same thing. I just think they like to save money with really bad meat, not a lot of seasoning, and... You know, just just calling it a day and saying people don't care—they're they're fine with what we're serving them. But you know, that's a that's a whole different thing for me to go down on another day because we've got to keep getting to more Disney dining reviews. And our next one is going to be another one from me. We're finally up to that Friday that I couldn't do a show for last week because I was out doing this review. Uh, we're going to Disney Springs for Polite Pig. Another one that's been requested of me many times as of lately, and I'm finally getting around to it. So, without further ado, let's take a listen. Now, today, I am continuing my barbecue conquest around Walt Disney World. And, of course, at Disney Springs, you have what some would argue is probably the best barbecue all over property, and that's at The Polite Pig and this obviously isn't my first rodeo here but it has been a while since i've actually had a full meal Uh, i sometimes come here for sides i really enjoy the sides Uh, the meat is not my favorite though and uh i yeah i i i feel bad saying that every single time because you know it's usually seasoned very well it it's got good smoky barbecue flavor to it, but it's just not my favorite. But I'm going in with an open mind today with it. I'm hoping I'm blown away, but I have no idea what I want, so I'm gonna have to check out the menu, make a hard decision because I can only eat so much, and we'll go from there. I have my food and it looks absolutely delicious. Now, I haven't eaten here in quite a while, so, I really struggled to make a decision, but then I actually looked away from like the big meat section and the sandwich section, and I looked at the shareables and saw that they have a slider trio for $16. And this includes the fried chicken sandwich, the southern pig sandwich, and then the low and slow brisket sandwich. So I'm getting to basically try a smaller portion of three of the different sandwiches here all for $16 which I feel like that was a no-brainer to do so that way I could get the best selection of of what they have here at Polite Pig but the difficult choice is going to be what do I actually eat first and I think I'm going to go with the order that I'm, I'm going to like this all in and I think it's going to be Chicken Last then pig, then brisket, because you know how much I love brisket. So yeah, I'm gonna start with the chicken and let's check out what's on the chicken. The fried chicken sandwich is a piece of fried chicken covered in their sweet and smoky barbecue sauce, Duke's mayo on top, as well as pickles and coleslaw. And this thing looks incredibly messy, but it actually does look tasty. Barbecue fried chicken, what could go wrong? I am not going to beat around the bush on this one. This is an awesome fried chicken sandwich. I thought that the barbecue sauce was going to be a little bit too much for me uh, in terms of the sweetness to it, but it really does come through with that nice uh, smoky balance to it. But yeah, it is a—I believe it's a little bit molasses heavy on there, but it's okay, it works with it because then you have kind of the coolness of the coleslaw and the pickles, and that acidity from the pickles kind of cancelling it all out. And the chicken itself, it is this perfectly fried crunchy piece. I believe a chicken thigh. I'm correct on on that one. It just all works together so well. The textures, it's just, I, I don't know what else to say. The texture of the crunchy chicken with crunchy pickles, crunchy coleslaw, but then that soft bun that it's on. This thing, oh my gosh. I am absolutely blown away by it and this could end up easily being my favorite of the sandwiches but yeah i'm gonna set this one down for now because i want to decide what i want to actually finish last so i believe i'm going to move on to the southern pig the southern pig has pulled pork fennel apple slaw tangy mustard barbecue sauce and then duke's mayo on it And I'm a little bit concerned that the pulled pork is going to be a little too dry however between the mayonnaise and the tangy mustard barbecue sauce I feel like that might be enough to to bring some wetness back into the sandwich a little bit of moisture I mean obviously you don't want it soaking and the buns all gross but yeah I also don't want really dry pulled pork so here goes with the first bite I'm definitely not as wild about the southern pig as I am with the fried chicken. Uh, The pork itself is very nice. It actually is is nice and and soft, but then also still has that little bark to it, good smoky flavor to it. Uh, I'm tasting a lot of the mayonnaise, nothing really of the mustard barbecue sauce, and the fennel apple slaw, you know, I was hoping for a little crunch on that but nothing really at all with it. So it's a lot of the same texture moving through here, except for like the, the actual bark on the pulled pork. It's still a nice sandwich, but yeah, it just, it could not live up to the expectations that were set in my head after the fried chicken sandwich. Good, but not incredible. But I still have the low and slow brisket to get to before I decide on what is the appropriate order to actually eat all of this barbecue. The low and slow brisket is obviously brisket, pimento cheese, porter barbecue sauce, pickled jalapenos, and crispy onion straws. And I feel like I've had this sandwich here before, but I'm not remembering it. Like I would have remembered jalapenos and pimento cheese, but then again, I eat a lot of barbecue so it all kind of runs together. But this one's definitely calling my name. I see I see that this brisket just looks like it was smoked perfectly. You know, it looks like it's a nice blend of lean and fatty on here, so lean and moist. So hopefully, hopefully I'm really impressed by it, but gotta take that first bite. The low and slow brisket is not too shabby. Uh, the brisket itself, unfortunately mine is extremely lean, so it is slightly dry, but the bark on the outside of the brisket is still really, really nice. Um, just the seasoning, the rub that they put on it, it is just, uh, it, it is popping with flavor. And then it's taken it to the next level with that pickled jalapeno, which I believe is the dominating flavor on this. The onion straws, are basically lost in all of this, which I figured they would be. You'd have to pack in so many onion straws to really have them stand out. And the one thing I'm disappointed about is that I can't really taste the porter barbecue sauce on this. But I did actually grab a side of that just because when I looked at the barbecue sauce list here right now, I was like, ooh, that's the one that I think is calling my name. Uh, Even though I usually go for the... Alabama white style sauce here. Something about border barbecue sauce sounds good. So I'm going to take one more bite with a little extra sauce on there just to see how that ups it. I am actually incorrect. I thought the dominating flavor was coming from the pickled jalapenos, but it's actually the border barbecue sauce, which is extremely spicy. It really packs a punch. Uh, It is definitely... You know, it it looks thick. It looks like a good sweet barbecue sauce when you're looking at it, but it is definitely uh, more on the vinegar side and then it is spicy. It is really, really spicy, but I like it. I think it needs even more on it, but I'm, I'm totally okay with this now that I have that. So I think my order is fried chicken, then brisket, then southern pig but I still got a little bit to finish up, so we'll we'll get back to that later. The sliders were a lot bigger than I expected. Now for $16, you get three nearly full-size sandwiches. And I know the actual full-size sandwiches are a lot bigger, but yeah, they're still pretty massive, especially the fried chicken and the brisket. Those, Those will definitely pack a punch to it. But because I thought I was getting this small, shareable slider set for my meal, I decided to also get a side, which right now it's the seasonal side, and it is the barbecue al gratin, and this is potatoes with a cream sauce and then topped with a smoked gouda, shredded smoked gouda, and it's all melty together, so it's, uh, you know, true cheesy potatoes, but it looks excellent, and... I love a good cheesy potato. It's probably not what I need after eating all of this meat, but if it tastes delicious, that's all that matters. I expected this to be good, but I did not expect it to be just as good as that fried chicken sandwich. The smoked Gouda that they're using for this is just really, really good. Uh, You know, it, it packs that cheesy flavor. Uh, but it has that smokiness to it. And I love I love Gouda. I'm not always a huge fan of smoked Gouda. But I, I think this works perfectly with the potatoes. Uh, the cream sauce just adds that, that beautiful creamy texture to the entire thing. Potatoes, seasoning. It is all here. And it's all working together. This is an excellent, excellent side dish. You know, it's $6 on its own. If you add it on to... One of the sandwiches, I think it only costs $4, or I believe it can also be added as a side to any of the main meats, but yeah, I'm glad I added this on. I didn't need it, but I'm happy I have it. I just wrapped up my meal from Polite Pig, and I am perfectly, pleasantly pleased with how it turned out. Everything was just really, really wonderful. You know, I'm not gonna lie. I was not a huge fan of the pulled pork that I got in my slider trio for $16, came with the southern pig, the low and slow brisket, as well as the fried chicken. I I would not get the pulled pork here again. I feel like I have had that before and I've learned my lesson on it. I just don't like their pulled pork that much. It's not the worst I've ever had, but it does not. It doesn't beat your hole in the wall barbecue joint at all. It doesn't even come close. And for the prices that you pay at Polite Pig, it absolutely should. And the brisket, I'll give a pass because I just don't really like lean brisket. I like moist brisket. So had I had like two pieces of really juicy, batty, moist brisket on there, I think I would have walked away saying, wow, that was a really good little sandwich. And of course the fried chicken was just incredible. Uh, I I savored every last bite of that little sandwich. And, you know, I'm, I'm usually hit or miss on the sides, as I said going into this. I tried to have zero expectations on everything, but I expected my sides to be good in the meat. I was open to surprise. And, of course, the side didn't let me down. And that barbecue au gratin, I wish it could just stay around here all the time. I would come back and get it every now and then as a little treat, so I don't know how long it's here as a seasonal item, but I hope it's here long enough that I can have it at least another time, if not another couple times. And you know, that just, that really just made the meal for me, but it can get a little expensive here. I'm not gonna lie about that. So, $16 for the sliders, 6 for the side that I didn't need, took it up to $22, and then I threw on a little tip for all of the people who work at polite pig that come around and bust the tables get you drinks if you need it, any sauces and so i think my final bill was right around like 24 ish dollars so it's you know it was expensive for that if i would have just left it at the 16 dollars for the sliders and threw on a couple bucks for a tip then that would be a lot better but it can get expensive real fast you know the ribs are 25 or 26 dollars sandwiches, I want to say, are all $14 and then you have to spend an extra $4 to throw on a side. It might be $13 or $12. I really should have read the menu better. As soon as I saw those sliders, I just went straight for those and yeah, I didn't pay attention to that, so that's my bad. But I just, yeah, I just have nothing but good things to say about my experience at Polite Pig and I'm happy that I came back and it will not be as long before I return again because I want that fried chicken and I want those potatoes. Heck, I'd probably just get the same exact meal. Hope that even the pulled pork comes out better or, or even better, I'll eat the brisket, I'll eat the fried chicken, the potatoes, and then I'll save the pulled pork sandwich for my wife and be like, here, here's a nice surprise for you. A cold pulled pork sandwich from Polite Pig. The nicest present you can give a loved one. I cannot stop thinking about that fried chicken sandwich. I have had so many people also comment on it and say, yeah, that fried chicken sandwich there is good. I need to go back and get the full portion of it. Uh, in other terms with it, you know it's a lot of a lot of people shared the same sentiments with me about the meats actually at the restaurant, which that's not really a surprise at all and, and then the only interesting comment I really got on that one was uh someone said that I was wrong about the spiciness level of the the porter barbecue sauce and that it was very mild for anyone who you know, anyone who doesn't like spiciness and for someone who likes spiciness, it was at a one. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe they maybe it's not just batch produced. And as they're making these different batches of it, it, it can sometimes come out differently. But I tasted the sauce by myself and I am a person who likes heat. I like spiciness and it had a small kick to it. So, yeah, I guess uh, still, you know, maybe maybe take a, a pre a pre-taste of the uh, the barbecue sauce before you really commit to any of it, just so you're safe. But we're going to move on to our next dining review. And I apologize sincerely for everyone who is listening that is like, oh, two Craig reviews in a row plus Craig in the middle. That's a lot of Craig. Well, we have one more Craig for you right here in a row. Uh, I have been eating way too much way 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 too much at walt disney world uh, to keep these dining reviews going for our dining channel and then this show and so after a couple of heartier meals i decided to take a break from that and go with a dessert so i went to the recently reopened disney's port orleans resort french quarter for some mickey beignets here we go Now, what brings me out to French Quarter today? Well, the short answer of that is beignets, Mickey Mouse beignets to be uh, exactly precise. And uh, this resort just reopened recently and I did not rush over here right away. I decided to you know, let the guests who had their reservations booked here, let them get in first and eat up all of the beignets and all of the amazing food here at this resort and so now that it's been a little bit I'm like yes it is finally time for me to choose an afternoon where I come over and have these warm donuts essentially I know there's going to be people out there who who murder me probably for even saying that because you know they're, they're basically just powdered sugar donuts and that is absolutely incredible and I uh, I, I do like a good beignet I hate how messy i get while eating them and i just realized i chose black to wear today which is pretty much the worst thing that you could possibly wear when eating beignets but hey i'm just gonna have to go through it all and hope that i remember to use napkins instead of just wiping my hands off on my shirt and pants but uh you know there's a lot of beignets here available for you at the resort uh, right now you get them in the Scat Cats Club Cafe. You can choose to just get like a three or six count of Mickey Mouse beignets. Those come with a dipping sauce. I, for this, did the order of three because I'm here by myself. Uh, So that cost me $6.99. I believe you can get the the six count for $10.99. And then there's lots of other specialty beignets available too. There's the beignets that have a little bit of alcohol in there, but I just wanted to go classic. And with the three and six pack of beignets, you also get the choice of a dipping sauce between chocolate, uh, chocolate caramel, and strawberries. The strawberries use actual real strawberries in it, but uh, ultimately, I went for caramel. I probably won't even use it at all because I like just eating beignets the way they are, not with dipping sauce, but... Out of those three, if any of them sounded appealing to me, it was going to be the caramel. And I just absolutely love these. The the Mickey shape is fantastic. Uh, Mickey Mouse beignets are one of my favorite things to get when I'm at Disneyland. So, of course, it's special being able to have them here in Walt Disney World as well, too. So, ultimately, I guess this isn't so much of a review because who doesn't know and love beignets? Uh, But it's more of an appreciation of beignets today, and just look how adorable this is. And so it's already getting all over the place, and they are so hot right now, just to the touch. uh, The powdered sugar is actually melting a little bit because of it, and yeah, I can't can't keep talking anymore. I have to go in for my first bite. I'm going to get rid of one of these ears. Mickey Mouse doesn't need two ears. He only needs one. I am being so careful eating these, but I am already just completely messy. It's all over my sweatshirt. It's on the table. It's on my camera somehow. I don't even think I touched it, but it's still on there too. But yeah, these beignets just really hit the spot. Light and fluffy on the inside. The outside isn't too greasy, you know. Deep fried, but not like overly done to the point that you're like, oh, this is nasty from all the oil soaking into it it's uh it's just nice golden fried perfectly and that powdered sugar just just brings all of the sugar sweetness that you could possibly need i don't need a dipping sauce with it i don't think so right now but i'm gonna eat all of this one by itself then the next one i'll use the caramel dipping sauce for and then i'll decide how i'm gonna eat my last one my first beignet is all gone, so now I am getting ready for a little caramel. And, oh yeah, that is nice, hot, dripping caramel right off that ear. I love caramel. Caramel makes most things better. Ice cream, pancakes, waffles, everything. See if it helps with this beignet, too. Take it to the next level, because it's already just great on its own. I didn't think I'd be saying this, but I actually think I might even like the beignets better. With caramel, like I'm really enjoying this. It is, it, it is extra sweet. I will give it that. But I don't know. Something about caramel doesn't hit me like chocolate does in the sweet department. Uh, it, it it can be too much at times. But today, I don't know. Maybe it's like I've had so much candy and other sweets recently that it's, uh, it's not impacting me as much, but it's just, it's just the perfect combination between the the doughy texture of the beignet with the powdered sugar and the caramel. It is just all working so well. I want to take a second to just talk about how the beignets are served. You have the choice between to go or dining in. And for me today, I chose the dine-in style, which means I got a bowl with my beignets in them. And the bottom of the bowl was coated in powdered sugar and the beignets on top were also coated in more powdered sugar. And it's great, it's a beautiful presentation, an excellent way to serve it. Uh, It just, it is Instagram perfect or TikTok perfect. However people are sharing food anymore, I have lost track of all the different ways. Uh, But with that, the backside of the beignets are completely uncoated. So if you get them to go, you know, you have the bag and the powdered sugar in the bag, and then you shake it all up and all different sides can get coated. That's how I like it. So it's not a knock on this, but if I'm going to eat beignets, I'm fully prepared to be as messy as possible, uh, even though I think that just negates half the things I said in this review video here. But you know, you want all the sides of the beignets coated and and just, uh, just have them look completely even. And this is definitely lopsided in this case a lot of the powdered sugar has melted from the front side and then the back side is completely empty so i guess it does help cut down on the sweetness a little bit if you're only worried about the powdered sugar on top and not necessarily the bottom but i don't know there's i think there's something to be said about having a bag of beignets and shaking it all up and getting it all evenly coated but this is also again a beautiful presentation with it and yeah so i'm gonna stop complaining here and just eat my beignet I am just about to finish my last little bit of beignet here, so I figure I need to share some final thoughts. I I think the biggest thing I need to mention is I'm just so happy to be here at French Quarter eating these Mickey-shaped beignets. It has been so long, and these did not let me down. Golden brown on the outside, then nice and doughy and flaky on the inside, the right amount of powdered sugar caramel sauce is just taking it all to the next level. I could not have chosen anything better for me today than this. You know what? There are other options, as I mentioned, like the alcohol ones and other specialty ones that I could have, but I think the classic way is, is the right way to go. The first time you're having these again at the resort if it has been a while, and then you come back for all the other options and, and do it that way. and Get the classic ones with whatever dipping sauce you want, whether it's the chocolate, caramel, or strawberry, and you know, price on these isn't bad. The three for six ninety nine or six for ten ninety nine. It's uh, it's it is one of the best snacks here at Walt Disney World. And the fact that it's Mickey shaped, even even better. And I just I love these so much. If I did have one complaint, said I don't need three. I need like the option for just one or two. You know, I if I ate a donut, I would only want one, maybe two, if I'm feeling a little crazy. Uh, but, but never three Never three in one sitting But here, I just like I don't even think about it It's like, yeah, it's Mickey beignets they, it's Beignets in general They come in threes, sixes You just eat whatever Maybe give me a dozen Why not? I'm feeling real crazy And uh, I, I just don't think about it But I guess when you're at Walt Disney World You're walking You're moving it all off So that's, that's not a problem So I guess I have some working out to do today If I want to work off these beignets I don't think it's possible So I'm just going to uh, not think about it and enjoy them while this last little bit lasts. I love a good beignet, and these were on my mind for quite a bit, but then as I was thinking about beignets, my mind shifted to Disneyland and the Mint Julep Bar and the Peppermint beignets, and I just, I want want those so badly right now, but I'm not getting out to Disneyland for the holiday season, most likely. I'm probably not. So I need to just, I need to just accept that I probably won't have those this year, but maybe next year if I'm lucky. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't want to make myself sad here. So we should probably go on to our next Disney dining review. And well, I said in the opening of this episode, we're going to talk about Disney dining, not just specifically at Walt Disney World. I can't even remember how I opened the show now. I say, hey, this is Craig, and I'm taking you on a culinary journey around Disney parks. I think I say Disney parks. Uh, <laughs> that was the long way of me saying we're heading out to Disneyland with another review from Rhino and I believe Mary Jo for a plant-based food option. So let's take a listen. Hello, everybody. It's Rhino here,
3: and I am in Galaxy's Edge outside of Ronto Roasters. But here's the twist: um, I'm actually in Disneyland. So I am here today because uh, you see me try. The, oh, you know how much I love Ronto wraps, right? And I like—I've tried all the Ronto less wraps, the Ronto less wraps in in Walt Disney World. So it's like the Zucchi wrap, and then there's a uh, an eggs uh, a plant based eggs wrap there. So I should say plant-based uh, wraps over there. Well, I have waited because Disneyland was the original plant-based Ronto wrap. They call it the Ronto-less wrap. I am so excited to get it. So I came right over here to try it. So as you can see, this one is pretty much just a replica of the one at Walt Disney World. But I swear this one is larger. I swear it's larger. The walkways are definitely larger here. But uh, waiting on that, uh, waiting on that uh, mobile order because Java's hungry. Look at this. This is the one I'm getting. Rontoless Garden Wrap. So it's plant-based sausage, spicy kimchi slaw, sweet pickled cucumber and gochujang spread wrapped in a pita. Look at this wrap. This is beautiful. This is a work of art. Let me tell you. Mm. Mary Jo is graciously holding my phone for me. Very kind of her. uh, While I eat in front of her. She's not hungry. I'm not just starving (laughs) her on purpose or anything like that. I'm not cruel. Um, I just, I'm so excited. You don't understand. I, when these first came out, I was like, oh, I'm getting those. And then the world shut down. So this is another, for me, this is another taste of like, yeah, we did it. We did it, gang. Here we are. So... Oh, awful! <laughs> imagine, imagine. <laughs> After all that. Mm, mm. Okay, the sauce on here—it's a little bit spicy, which I am thrilled about because I, you know me, I love spice. Um, so the the like gardenless ronto wrap has a consistency there the, are uh, the 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 like the piece of um, I believe it is impossible meat in here is uh, the consistency of like meatloaf, if you're curious. So I'm gonna take a, a bigger bite because I didn't get a lot of the veggies in that first bite, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All the veggies really add this like really nice texture because um, it's got that slaw that's like on a regular ronto wrap. And then you've got a couple extra like peppers, you've got the cucumbers in here which is just really nice that gives it that crunch that I want from a wrap um this is just this is stellar I am I am loving the heat I'm feeling it's not like hot hot but it's got it's like that good kind of spice and I I'm happy I'm not disappointed I am not disappointed let me let me eat a little bit more of it though and uh get out of the sun and (laughs) and tell you what I think after that Okay, I am done eating. I released Mary Jo. Um, no, I I got to tell you, that wrap is delicious. I thought it was great. Uh, it is $12.99, which is the same price as the regular wrap. But I think it's definitely worth it. I think, for me, I think the original like regular Rato wrap still reigns supreme, um, but this would easily be, I would interchange these on either day. Um, I, I literally finished and I said to Mary Jo, like, I was like, that was delicious. And... I wish I had another one. Um, Not to say that it wasn't filling or anything like that. So, I'm not saying that it was small or too much. It was, like, it was packed with flavor. It was good size and everything. Uh, They weren't skipping on anything. So, I thought it was great. Um, And I feel... I feel good. I don't feel, like, weighed down or anything like that. So, um... I don't know, this one was just, I am so, so impressed. Uh, I enjoyed it so much. So if you've had it, you'll have to let me know your thoughts on it in the comments, obviously, um, and check it out. But uh, yeah, I'm just loving my food journey here through Disneyland right now. You know I love to eat, you know I love to drink. So, um, mm, 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 mm. I'm I'm just in a little bit of like a, I'm dreaming about it. So I love the flavor that it's left in my mouth right now. So um, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna walk around a little bit more.
0: This was months ago, but Rhino, I hope you walked your precious little heart out. I really hope you did. But we are going to walk on to the next Disney Dining Review we have. And I I should say I screwed that last video up. I think I said that it was Rhino and Mary Jo, and clearly it was just Rhino. Uh, But this time around, uh, for the next review, I'm going to get it right. Because I watched a little bit of it just to make sure, and it's a dining review from Fiasco and again his wife Haley, and they went to Rainforest Cafe at Disney Springs at Walt Disney World. And I'm just going to spoil this a little bit for you. Fiasco loves Rainforest Cafe. I don't know. I I, I don't know what he fully says in this review because I'm going to watch it slash listen to it for the first time alongside everyone else, but I. He he loves this place, so I'm assuming it's going to be a very positive review. He might even say at some point that he loves it. We're just going to have to wait and find out. So, uh, really, buckle up, weirdos, on this one. It's going to be a fun ride.
1: We are here for a dining review at Rainforest Cafe, a favorite. And it is—I mean, it is kind of a favorite. And I get a specific thing there every time that kind of makes it my favorite. But what brought us here today or what brings us here today is I just recently had a birthday like a week and a half ago or like two weeks ago. Now I don't remember exactly. You had a birthday recently. (laughs) But we have a Landry's membership and every birthday you get a $25 credit, which I mean, that's like one of us basically gets to eat for free at Rainforest Cafe with the prices on their menu. So it's pretty good. So I would highly recommend the Landry's card. Um, it usually is, and when I bought it, it was $25 for the card, but then they instantly put that $25 as a credit on to your card. So it's basically free. And I know some cases they do do, like, um, specials where you just get the card completely free. So definitely check it out. Uh, that works at Here, the one at Disney Sprigs, T-Rex, uh, Bubba Gum Shrimp, Question. and City Walk. Yeah. Does it expire? No, it never expires. Um, I think you're rewards might so you can go on your account and defer them oh i didn't i, I actually didn't know yeah if you don't want to use them i think you can defer them um and this is actually really good because unlike any other like walt disney world discounts you're probably going to be able to use this card uh everywhere you're, pro- you're probably in your Lots hometown places, yeah like oh mo- yeah yeah there's so many landry's restaurants you probably have one in your hometown and don't even know it um but with that, I'll shut up. I'll stop talking. We're not sponsored by Landers or anything. No. I just think it's a really <laughs> it's a good
2: a thing to have. Exactly. And Basically you got your, your birthday. So. Yeah.
1: so let's go use my birthday credit and get some dinner. All right. So Rainforest Cafe, a wild place to eat and play. That's what we just ate. For eight. And uh, we are outside now recording our bulk of the video and outro, I guess. Yes. Because even with the external mic, it is way too loud in there to be doing any sort of, like, decent recording. I guess we could have, but it wouldn't have been very good. Um, They have this rainstorm, this thunderstorm that goes by every 20 minutes or so, which I'll play right now.
2: So, well, first of all, it took a little while for, you know, to get a server, which was fine. I'm not too upset about it was that like at 15 all. 15 minutes from Yeah, said, it was though. fine though. Um, it, it's a nice atmosphere, I guess, if you're, you know, you're stuck waiting a little bit. It's kind of the perfect place to get stuck waiting because there's a lot going on. You
1: did also mention, sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but we did. you did also mention that uh, we probably would have gotten a better seat if we didn't book a dining reservation and just showed up with a Landry's card, which is true. Uh, in our experience, every time we just show up without a reservation and go up and use our Landry's card because Landry gets priority seating, um, those are always the best tables.
2: I don't know much about Landry's. I just let you deal with it. So I okay. just kind of get All right. it. So, know. yeah, your food, your food. <laughs> anyway, my food. My food was really good. I was happy with it. I just got the chicken quesadilla off the appetizer menu and then I got a side of fries. It was really and good actually
1: was, uh
2: $15 yeah it was a simple um quesadilla chicken quesadilla it was Cajun chicken and there was a lot of flavor in it actually I was expecting just like a regular like no flavor chicken quesadilla cheese like that's what I was expecting they had flavor they had some pico de gallo going on some sour cream salsa no guacamole which kind of but it's okay overall it was really good I would get it again
1: Nice, and we brought it home. We got our little takeout order to go.
2: I usually get hungry like an hour and a half later. I go eat somewhere, so this will be good to like reheat. And if you're staying on property or like a DVC room, it's really good. Yeah, no, sure. it's a good option. I don't know. Get a quesadilla here; they're the really
1: good. Service kitchen in the DVC room, so you can <laughs> yeah. uh, toss it on the oven or whatever.
2: It's worth it. Um, I liked
1: it. Every time I come to Rainforest Cafe, I get the same thing. I get the pastalaya. Haley tried it too. Oh. It is
2: I love the pasta I'm probably going to get that next time. I'm just You said that last time. I said that last oh, time okay though. I'm just nervous because it's very spicy for me. I really like a couple bites, but then as I keep, you know, biting into it, it's it's a really spicy dish.
1: It is very spicy to the point where um that is something that I've been warned by every server. I think every, it's like their server. protocol that when you order the pasta lie, they're like that's very spicy, is that okay? I've been to Rainforest Cafe like literally probably a hundred times and at least half of those times was ordering the pastalaya and there's never been a time where they haven't warned me about the spice.
2: And as they should, they should warn you because it is a very, very, very spicy dish.
1: So the pastalaya is $24.97, $25. Uh, It comes with chicken, sausage, shrimp, and it's basically jambalaya, but pasta. Think jambalaya with pasta. Also... I'll go off on a women saying I've tried most of the jambalaya offered on Walt Disney World property and most of it sucks. (laughs) It's absolutely awful. Uh, speaking of one, the house of blues jambalaya, you'd think, Oh, house of blues probably has some pretty good jambalaya. It's probably some of the worst jambalaya I've ever had in my life.
2: Yeah, but we're not reviewing. We're not
1: reviewing house of blues, but I have gone back (laughs) and it was bad the second time too. Um, this is this blows any jambalaya I've had at Walt Disney World out of the park. I've had the jambalaya at um, Port Orleans French Quarter. I've oh, had, yeah. I I've, yeah, I've had, I've had, I always order jambalaya, um, <laughs> and the pastalaya at Rainforest Cafe. Believe it or not, way better than all of it. And yeah, I remember I, you saying that. Well, like so, like I understand the complaints with Rainforest Cafe. Like you mentioned some of the stuff, like the slow service and. Um, your Shirley Temple was also like really cruddy. It was not oh, very it was good. Oh, I drank tasted. It. it tasted like um, soda water with the cherry syrup.
2: No, yeah, not no, Sprite. Like, well, isn't it? it, it what is a true Shirley Temple anyway? Sprite or ginger ale? Oh, whatever.
1: But it, it was either Sprite or ginger ale. But it was definitely neither. It, neither. <laughs> and <laughs> my, I ordered Coke, and the Coke was definitely either flat or like some Stars disgusting. and Stripes
2: Dollar Tree knockoff. No, it really was bad. I don't know what's going on with their Coke machine or their soda machine, but it was. Really
1: bad. And and I know, like, some people would be like, oh, that's a non-issue. Just let them know the Coke sucked and they'll bring you a new one. Listen, I'm like most millennials that have severe anxiety, especially when going out to eat and telling somebody that something isn't good, that the only reason I've corrected some of that is because of this job. If it wasn't for this job, every time I went out to eat, any order that was wrong, I would just say, thank you, and yeah. just completely accept it. But Pete has knocked that out of me doing doing this for a living but you get the picture so this that that, like that does i feel like speak to more people than you think Mm
0: -hmm. well i was wrong for like the 10th time this video they were at the animal kingdom rainforest cafe not the disney springs one and that's on me so, oh my gosh, I had two weeks to prepare for a dining show, and I just really butchered this, but it's fine. It's over. I'll do better next week. I promise. I cannot promise you that, but I was correct that they were going to talk about how they actually enjoy Rainforest Cafe, and it's one of their favorite places, so I'll give myself a pat on the back, and uh, I'll give myself one W for for a little bit of a win. It's a, it'll be a lowercase W, not a, not a capital W, but... We, we we don't need to even worry about that because we are now at the end of the show. Now is the part of the show where I give you a shout out if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts. And as far as I can see, we have two new reviews and we would have had one last week and then one this week. So, hey, I'm really pumped about it. But our first one comes from M. Judd W. F. Y. G. G. Y. I don't even know how to pronounce that, but says, oh, how your podcast makes me smile. I always get a thrill when I see there is a new episode. Keep up the great work. Thank you very much. I would love to say your name, your real name or username, but I I can't even pretend like I can possibly do that. But thank you so much for the review. And also got another one from C.C. Gilly seven saying, The more I go to the parks, the more I take the time to enjoy the various food options. I love getting reviews of what is worth my time and money while I'm down there. I appreciate that you make this a separate channel, so when I want to focus on dining, I know where to go. Love all the shows and use Dreams for my upcoming Universal trip. I've always just booked on my own in the past, and it was so easy and helpful. So, seriously, thank you so much, not just for that awesome review, but also for using Dreams Unlimited Travel for your universal vacation, because it's not just a, a service you can use for Walt Disney World. You can use it for Disney Cruise Line, Disneyland, Universal Orlando Adventures by Disney. So many Disney destinations. So yeah, if you're thinking about a vacation, a best that involves theme parks, yeah, best to reach out to Dreams Unlimited Travel if you want to support us more and you want some help planning your vacation without spending any extra money. And, of course, too, if you do want to help us, make sure you are subscribed to the Disney Dining Show wherever you listen to podcasts. And, again, if it's through Apple Podcasts, please make sure you're leaving a five-star rating and review if you're enjoying the show, and you will get a shout-out courtesy of myself. Yeah, it's special. But that's going to do it for this week's episode. I truly hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped just a little bit. I hoped it helped. I hope. I hope it helped. I hope. I, I hope I'm stuck in a loop. I need to just go. So I promise this will be better next week. But have a great week, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry.